The shir is the Ilui Neshmas, my father, Rabbi Chilben Siyun Ben Reb Daiv, and my mother, Mindel Bas Rabbi Yisrael. Very exciting parsha and very practical. We had Yosef in Mitzrayim, a teenager sent away from home, and all alone, and the Medrash says that the Nisayan that he was faced was greater than his ability. He could not possibly withstand such a challenge. So how did he overcome it? Chazal tell us in the Gemara in Saita, He saw the vision of his father, and that is what saved him. Why? At the time of this challenge, Yosef felt all alone. So many people today have challenges when they're all alone. It was not always like that. Now a person could be in his biggest challenge and he's all alone. And the Yitzhahara jumped him, attacked him. Like we just said, that the Iskabros of the Yitzhahara, this, this attack of the Yitzhahara was above nature. The only way that he could be saved was he saw his father's vision, and then what happened? And this is the part that we don't learn. He became connected emotionally to his father. And then he was no longer alone. That's how he overcame the Nisayan. By himself, all alone, he was lost. But emotionally, he realized, I am connected to my Tati. Even though he's far away, even though I haven't seen him in a long time, I'm connected. And then, therefore, I'm not alone. The hardest part of a Nisayan is when a person feels alone. But when you don't feel alone, then you could be saved. If he would have gone ahead and he would have thought, I see the vision of my father, eh, he thinks I'm such a loser. I'll never amount to anything. He would have been lost. But what did he see? When he saw the vision of his father, he saw hope. His kasher He was able to connect to his father. He knew that his father loved him. The Chassam Seifer says, very interesting question. Yosef was given the Ksenis Pasim, the multicolored coat, the dream coat. Now everybody knows that the, the first rule is you don't create jealousy. So how could it be that Yaakov Avinu made a critical Chinuch mistake? He had 12 children and he showed one of them that he favored him. How did he do such a thing? Says the Chsam Soifer that Yaakov Avinu foresaw that out of all the other children, this is going to be the one that needs to know more than anyone that my tati loves me more than anyone in the world. The other kids are going to be home. They're going to be stable. They're going to be in the system. They're going to have the chiyos from being shevas achim gam yachad, by being around the father, by being in the yeshiva, by being with their brothers. But this one is going to be off, way off, all alone. And he's going to drown unless he knows my tati loves me more than anyone. It's the weaker, more challenged child that needs to have this feeling. And that's what saved him. Because he thought to himself, wow, I'm not alone. This was the will of God. That Yaakov 
should keep the Kesher alive with Yosef. That's why That's why he refused to think that Yosef is dead, because he would have begun over time to forget about him emotionally. But because he refused to be consoled, that's why he kept on having an emotional kesher to his child Yosef, thinking about him, caring about him. Where are you? I hope you're okay. I'm with you. And that is the, the hand that was reached out to him emotionally, that Yosef felt, Echavatata, that loves me, that wants me. It says in the Sivishalam, in a different place, we see that when they were told Yaakov that Yosef is over, the dream is over, this kid is gone. He refused to be consoled. And then the next parsha, he's all alone, Yosef in Mitzrayim. He has the biggest challenge of his life. And what does it say? He refused. The same word. It says in the Sivashalim, the power of Vayimain Bishas Hanasayim, the power that Yosef had to withhold, to hold himself back, to refuse to sin, came because he had a father that refused to give up on him. Against all odds, they told him it's over, give up on him. You have so many other kids to be happy with. So this kid is OTD, this kid is off, forget about him. He refused to give up on him. That gave Kayach to his son, far away, that when he saw the vision, he felt that he had a father that refused to give up on him. Let me tell you a story, a true story. All my stories are true. A story of the Mustiuknoi Shel Aviv in our Dar. There was a boy who was traumatized as a child severely. And then at 15, he got into drugs and went through years of anxiety and depression. And now he was 18 years old. His parents came to me and developed a phenomenal Kesha, unbelievable bond between the parents and the son both the father and the mother. But sometimes the pain is so, so horrible. The darkness of what happened to him was so deep, he felt all alone. And he was alone in his room, and he took a bottle of pills, prescription pills, and he decided he's going to kill himself. Terrible story. And we merited three miracles. The first miracle is he took a cup of water and he started one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pills, eight pills, nine pills, ten pills, eleven pills, twelve pills. The miracle was he ran out of water. If he would have taken a big jug, a big jar, he would be dead. So he stopped swallowing the pills and he went to refill his water. The second miracle was, while he was in the middle of killing himself, and he went to refill his cup of water so he can take more pills, he did something very interesting. He took his phone with him, filled up his cup of water and started 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 pills, getting really close to no return. And he was going to continue filling it up and continue till 40, which would be certain death. But right then, miracle number three, his father called him. And when his father called him, he looked at his phone and he saw the, the caller ID, he saw a picture 
of his father with his arm around him, a picture that they took previously on one of the trips. And he looked at his father's face and he said, I can't do it to him. He'll never get over me. He picked up and he said, Tati, Daddy, I overdosed. Call Hatzalah. Tell them to come and save me. Gave him his address. Hatzalah rushed over and pumped his stomach. And this boy is alive today. Some of our children are placed in such darkness. Could be pikuach nefesh, killing themselves, or could just be anywhere along the, the road. Tremendous challenges, physical, emotional, psychological, spiritual challenges. What will they say when they think of you as a father, when they think of you as a mother? Will it give them strength to be to connect to you, v'shuv yachid? Or will it make them say, eh, they're better off without me. I caused them so much pain. I cost them so much money. Eh, they'll sit shiva for me for seven days. Life will go on. The world is better off without me. Very often it's life and death. But even not an extreme. Every yeshiva bacher on his own, is fighting battles. Some of them feel, I have a father. That gives them emotional energy to overcome their challenges. And some of them feel, nah, my father doesn't care about me. He's busy with other things. He doesn't, he's, he's not close to me. I can't connect to him. It is the emotional connection that saves our children from the challenges that they will face, whether they are in front of us or far away. Separated by time, by space, and even life and death. Imagine if you go outside, and there's a guy out there with a gun, or with a knife, and he's going to fight you, one on one. You can't overcome it. But me and you together, two people together, three on one, wow. Then you have a chance. We have to create teams, a mom and a dad and family that come around our children, even those who you don't think are struggling, have to feel, I have people that I can connect to. It's when you're alone that you're lost. But if you feel that you could be he emotionally connected and he felt power from that emotional connection. And then he is no longer alone and he can win even something which is greater than him. You could have two Bachram and Yeshiva, good boys, that are faced a terrible challenge. And they're both equal in strength. But one of them has a parent, a father and a mother that they're close to, that knows, I'm crazy about you, I love you, I believe in you. And that extra emotional energy is going to help that child face challenges that are greater from him. People say, well, how much parents can influence their child? It's their bechira, it's their life. You can add muscle. You can add, building self-esteem adds muscle. You can build so much for your child to help them that if they face any kind of darkness, anything, shuv yachid, they're not alone. They're not alone. And we learn from this, says the Nesiva Shalom, shekala matzavim akashim, all difficult challenges, all difficult times. They come on us when we feel that we are alone. And a person could be in a room full of people and still feel alone. You could be emotionally alone. But if a person feels together with other people, he has a crowd, he has a chavra, chavraya, 
He has people in shul. He has community. You get emotional energy from that. It's not about being stripped down to just you yourself. It's about buffing up your muscles by having friends, by having community, by having people who care about you, family. And that happens with getting together and chilling and being being together and caring about each other and making everybody feel cared for emotionally. That builds muscle. Like the Yisoyed HaAvoyde says on the Pasuk, How good it is, it's toiv, it's good, and it's sweet when brothers are together. And he explains, Sheves Achim, sitting, brothers sitting together, means, When people are bound together and they love each other like brothers, brotherly love, that helps them get above all of their challenges. Ki hayochid la'atzmoi, an individual by himself who kiner yochid, it's like a candle. Shehu ar katan, hanichbe benekel, it's a little candle in the wind that can get extinguished very easily. V'kach ha'layochid, yichoylum lishloit koiches asitra achra, and so too, very easy, a person alone, ner Hashem nishmas adam, a candle alone, very easy for the kaychus of the sitra achra, of the evil, to overpower. But when you're together, emotionally, sitting with other people, connected to your brothers, with love and unity. All of these candles of Ner Hashem Nishmas Adam, all these nishamas that are candles, mitstarfim, la'or echad bechines avuka, they become one candle, they become an avuka, they become a flame. That that gives chizuk to every person in the crowd, every individual. You're part of a flame, a fire, a flam fire. And that gives you the ability. That all of the kaychis of the sita achra, all of the energy, it falls away because they are from the world of pride of alone. They attack you when you're alone. But when you're with people, and it doesn't just mean when you're physically with them, it's when you leave being together and you're emotionally connected to people. The zuhi ha This is the eitzel Yehudi for every Jew. Gam even if you find yourself in the lowest, lowest places, hamatzavim b'matzavim hagaruim b'yoiser, extra, super, duper low. Hein beruchnius kishuhu margish atzmei minutak glagami me'ashem isbarach. Say in ruchnius when you feel I'm totally separated from Hashem. I am off the beaten path. I, have, I, I am so messed up in my religion, and my spiritual connection to Hashem, and even in physical terms, that, that what should you do? Alone you will never ever make it. The answer is, Go and become a part of a shir, of a kumzitz, get out of your room, get out of your loneliness, get out of your head, of your darkness, and go and make a kumzitz and be misached, Learn with people, eat with people, be a part of the tzibur. Be a part of the tzibur. She is ached, be is kasher yachad im yehudim. 
This is not just talking about Torah. Become a part and connected to Jews. She'az harizek ha'avuka. Asher mimenu oven. That will be, you'll feel, you'll feel power. You're not alone. Umar and Asabah Kadisha Melechavich, Suschu Yagan Aleinu Omar. The Sabah Kadisha Melechavich said, Kasha Akodish Baruch, who writes a Lahanish Yehudi. When Hashem wants to punish a Jew, you know what he does? Harayumatal by Kushis Vitainis Alatadik. He makes the person have Kashis and complaints against the Tzadik, which we see in our Dar. Sometimes people have a leader. And all of a sudden they have tainus, they have questions, why did he do this? How come he did this? This is HaKadosh Baruch Hu says the Sabbath Kadisha of Lachavich. It's Hashem is punishing you. And if Hashem wants to punish someone even more, If he wants to punish you even more, he makes him feel like he has complaints on his friends that he should be separate, separated from them. Sha'az who parrots Lakal Sitter Akra, Lakal Kaikh Sitter Akra, because then he's open to the to being attacked. These friendships, being close to a tzaddik, and friends and chevraya and, and all of these things emotionally are walls that are around us. And when Hashem wants to punish us, he puts holes in those walls. We start to have tightness on the leaders. We have start to have tightness. I'm not going to the, this convention. I'm not going to, to have tightness of complaints. You're separating yourself. I often tell people, why don't you go to the Aguda convention? It's a collection of our Gadailam. Why don't you go? What do you think happens there? You get a chance to go. You should, you should go for every single one. You should be happy to go for Shabbos. But you put them all on the dais. Oh, I have this tightness. I have this complaint. It's the Sitach or it's the Satan. He wants you to be alone. He doesn't want you to have the protection of, of being part of, of Kehillah HaKtoisha. Or whatever your thing is. Why aren't you going? He brings down in a, in a different place than the Siva Shalom says. He says, Altihi Rasha Bifnei Atzmacha. Pashib Shad is, don't be a Rasha in, 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 before yourself, in your own eyes. Don't, don't look down at yourself. Don't consider yourself a Rasha. So he brings down beautiful Pshat. Even if Chas Shalom, you're a Rasha. But don't be bifnei atzmacha. Don't be alone. Come to shul. Come to a shir. Come to a fabrengen. Come to a kumzitz. Come and join Klal Yisrael. The Yitzhahara wants you to be bifnei atzmacha. The Yitzhahara wants you alone. One-on-one, you can't compete with him. So he takes away, he strips you, your connection to your, your parents. He strips your connection to your community. He strips your connection to your shul, to all kinds of things. Alone, he knows there's no way you could fight him. And the answer, the solution is, get out and connect. Find the next kumzitz, find the next shir, hop onto a shir, hop onto a chevra, get out there and belong. Don't be alone. Because if you are ba'achtus with people, then you should know, of course, he'll get you to stumble, but he doesn't own you. The Sayyid Satan cannot own you. Like the Maral said, He's explaining what it says by Egla Rufa. What's the story by Egla Rufa? We find, let's say, between Bar Park and Flatbush, we find a dead body, and we don't know 
who it belongs to. We don't know who who's the murderer and, and to whom it belongs. Whose fault is it? So what they do is they give a carbon, an egla rufa, and they say, We did not kill this person. I'll say, what do you mean? Right, that's the question. The Zikni Bezdin have to come and say, we did not kill this person. Can you imagine? All these old Jews, Zikni, Zikni Bezdin, Zikainim. They come out and say, we didn't kill him. So Chazal say, what we think that they're murderers, we think that they go out and they're able to kill. Ella, what does it mean? It means that, not that we didn't, that we didn't, we're saying that we didn't kill him physically. We didn't let him go through our town without accompanying him out of town. Umavar, what's pshat? Maral says, the kasha onam lamakam sakana. When a person is going out on a, on a path, he's leaving down the Prospect Expressway, he's walking to Williamsburg from, from Bar Park and Flatbush, he's going through a makam sakana, he's going through a dangerous place. Yesh lekaychas asitra achroshlita alav. It's dangerous. The kaychas of sitta achra can control him. Biram, aber, but, if he's connected to a tzibur, that is the concept of levaya, that you're not alone, that people are walking you out 10, 10 feet, 8 feet, whatever it is, and saying, have a good trip, we love you. It carries you further. Listen to what's happening here. You get a schus, a shmira around you because people care about you. This is as if when we walk someone out, it's as if we are letting the kaychis of the sitra achra, the satan, know This person is not alone. He may feel alone and be physically alone. He's one of us. And the tzibur is standing behind him. Then, if we care about somebody, and we say he is one of us, and we care about him, and we are protecting him, and we are shamer him, tzibur oimed me'achayrav, the tzibur stands behind him. He's not a useless person. People care about him. Then the elyoinim shamer malav and shamayim, he gets a shmirav, ha'kadosh baruchu, mislava elav v'shamray. And God himself, walks with him and protects him. Nothing bad will happen to him. Because he has a shmir mikayach at tzibur. He is protected because he's part of a tzibur. But if we wouldn't accompany him, he comes through the town and he leaves the town and nobody cares. He's alone. And a person alone, there's no extra shmira. So many lessons that we learn from this. So many lessons. We have people who are going through our cities, our towns, and they feel all alone. They leave without levaya. They, they live, even before they leave, they don't have levaya. And people look down at them. They are vulnerable of being attacked physically, being murdered physically, being attacked and abused emotionally and psychologically and spiritually. They are vulnerable. It's our achrayis. When something happens to them, when there's, God forbid, a suicide or an overdose, we need an egla arufa. 
Does Canaan have to come out and say, We're not responsible for his death. And Chazal are going to ask, You think that they killed him? No, they have to be able to say that we didn't let this soul pass through our town without accompanying him. Because if we did, we are responsible for his death. People who overdose and die are because they feel alone. People who commit suicide are because they feel alone. They feel worthless. If everybody in the community would hug them and embrace them, they wouldn't feel worthless. Then when they go out into the world or they're alone in their room and darkness comes to attack them, they would have a shmira el yoyna hakadosh baruch hu mislava elav They're in danger, but they will feel a shmira because I don't want to die because people care about me. Every time your child blinks, he should see dmustiyukna shel aviv. That's the number one person. Ve'imai hiskasherim aviv yachid. You tell your child you're never alone. There's nothing you're going to ever do that's going to make me take away my support and love and like of you. Not only you have one person, you have two people. Together we are three, we are a team. You are never going to be alone. And then you encourage the aunts and the uncles and the siblings and the in-laws to make every single person feel embraced, loved, cared for, because you don't know the challenges that they're going to have. And when you see somebody struggling and trying to, he's being pushed off, out, he looks different, cuts off his payas, takes off a tzniyas, not wearing tzniyas, they need more love. They need more connection. They need to hear this message to feel more. Otherwise they are vulnerable to be lost spiritually forever, to be lost physically, to overdose and to all kinds of terrible things. The girls who go out and get attacked are the ones who are vulnerable because they don't have a tati and a mommy. Not always. Sometimes there are accidents. But I'm talking about I see 99%. Let's call it. Mostly, mostly, mostly. Every child needs to know. I have a father. I have a mother. And when they see you and when they see their uncles and their aunts and their grandparents, they need to feel Shuv lehoyo yochid hiskasher Im Oviv, Imoi, Vizedi, and Babi, and uncles and aunts, and my old Rabbeim, and my, my neighbors, Vishuv Lehoya Yachid, Uvekoyach Zeh, Nitzel Mehan This is the only way. Ikvasid the Meshicha, the Nisyanis are so hard on everybody. The only way is to make everybody feel that they're not alone. And for you, if it's you, and you feel alone, go out and find anybody, any group of people, that will embrace you and love you and accept you. Don't be alone. In this chus, we should all be able to be oimid bin and it's very hard, to make ourselves proud and to be there for other people. I've seen people who are on the bottom of the world, physically, emotionally, spiritually, but you know how precious they are? How much they care about those that are thrown away and rejected? And they have such a schus, they're so precious. They save lives by showing other people, you're not alone in your pain. I'm with you. I'm never leaving you. I'll always be here. I believe in you. Anybody can do that. And we all have to do that.